Viewer discretion advised. Refrain from watching if you're short-tempered or get offended or annoyed easily, or if you're under the age of 18. Also, don't watch if you're touchy on the following subjects, such as mental health, suicide, firearms, veterans, dark humor, swearing, violence, war, small parts of political and world events. The host, co-host, and guests are not professionals, so anything mental or physical health-related topics mentioned on Asylum Arms, take with a grain of salt and contact your doctor or therapist for advice or questions on those subjects. Welcome to episode 37 of Asylum Arms. Uh, Kane, or arguing about fucking photos, apparently. Not photos, the way I'm facing. Well, you're facing forward. Right, but I'm not facing you guys. But on your monitor, I'm facing. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm fucking confused. Now you're not facing us at all. Uh, what? Yeah, you're facing the wall. Okay, on my stream. Yeah, I sit like this, which is facing forward. Well, I'm facing your side, kind of. Yeah, you're, well, you're, my you're, webcam's on. Yeah, the, my oh, webcam's yeah, off to my left. Oh yeah, you're facing me sideways. You're right. attacking me. You know, you know the best part about all of this is all of this is just going to be audio only. So nobody's gonna. No care. one's gonna fucking hear this. They're gonna be like, what these the motherfuckers are they're arguing. Shit. <laughs> these motherfuckers are arguing about where they're facing the cameras when it's audio only. Hold on, I want to hold Everybody on, that listens to the podcast going, we don't even know what these fuckers look like. I want to try something. I want to see if I can invert this. Hold on. Oh lord, we're playing Top Gun. How do you know? Because we were inverted. Because I was inverted. <laughs> I gave them, you know, the finger. <laughs> yes, they know the finger goose. Uh oh shit, I can't do it. I gotta do it on Discord because it's it's I'm not using the OBS for the webcam. <laughs> this is fucked up. Alright, so Rex. What's up? Would you would you like to tell everybody what's going on tonight? Um so today's episode is gonna be a QA. Just we decided to do a random QA because we didn't have a guest for today. So we're doing a QA episode. So if you guys have any questions, feel free to ask in the chat and you guys can hop into the Discord call to ask them as well. You, you okay there, Kay? You need some help there? <laughs> <laughs> Just I don't figure out how to invert my camera on Discord. Who the fuck cares right now? Because you're facing me and I'm facing the wall or board. It looks used to, I'm used to it looks like we're sitting in a car, but you're in the back seat. I'm used to seeing the back of your head. Shut up. I mean <laughs> We weren't gonna talk about that. Well, we didn't. That's what our editor swore. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so can you invert the webcam on Discord? Is that even a Define possibility? Invert. Well, uh, if I'm facing this way, well, I want to face this way. No, no, there's no way. No, no, there's no way we can make that. Uh, define the. The. Um. It means the. I think you would have. What do you use for a camera? Uh, the nine twenty two. I think you have to go into Logitech's fucking software to be able to invert it. Do I? I think so. I don't think you can invert it. Be able Might be able to. I'm gonna look at it here. I have I have both the 922 and the 920. Of course, the fish is being on the 920, and Discord is on the 922. Yeah, I use the 922. Uh, device settings. Disable this device in G Hub. No. What? <laughs> so the oh, yeah. first uh, 45 minutes of the show is Kate trying to figure out yeah, how to fucking it, come and it, it. It, it seems that way so far. How was your day, Rex? <laughs> Almost good. I didn't. 
nothing really. I worked on a few SLM arms behind the scenes stuff, but that's about it. Very cool. And UK, how was your day? I worked, dealt with dumbasses. But I got a story for y'all because my last call of the day was the greatest fucking call of the day because it made me laugh so goddamn hard because one of the guys that I work with, I don't really know the guy. I don't deal with him personally, but the caller roasted the shit out of him. Oh, really? Yeah. So she's lady. So she calls me, right? I'm not going to use any names. I'm going to tell anybody yeah. who they're or who I worked for or anything like that. But I yeah. do help desk for a major, like a Fortune 500 company. We, I mean, I do help desk. And if you ever know what a help desk is, it's basically just taking calls going, yeah, uh, turn it off, turn it back on. It's a nightmare. Yeah. And so this lady calls in. She's Russian. Russian fucking name. Yes. Russian fucking accent. Like, skips words and shit. Like, yes, this is Russia. No, Sounds like, like a fun they, one. They skipped it. Yeah, it was great. So she calls. She's pissed off. Like, pissed. She's like, yeah, the, the guy that was on the phone before, you know, he wasted 10 minutes of my time. He doesn't know anything. He shouldn't be able to answer calls. Uh, so I'm having this problem. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I was like, okay, first let's start off. Like, what's the problem? We get into what the problem is. I log into a computer and I see what the problem is. Like, oh, it's a very simple fix. And so yeah. I'm trying to change things, trying to move things around. She's like, no, 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 let me show that. Like, wait, 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 wait. Like, don't touch anything. Like, let me show you. I'm going to explain everything to you. I'm going to show you. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make changes. I'm just gonna show you what's going on. So she was like, okay. And I show her what's going on. I show her how to do the thing that she's trying to do. And she was like, oh, so that's all I got to do? Like, yeah, that's all I got to do. It took me five minutes to show her what the problem was, explain to her how to fix the problem, and then for her to completely roast this dude. <laughs> like she did him fucking dirty, and I was trying, trying not to laugh. You're like I'm. I I want to marry you right now. I mean, and she was like, "Yes, he he needs to be training. He should not be on calls by himself." All right, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. stupid fucking American. <laughs> yeah, he was like, she was just like, he shouldn't be answering the phones by himself. He needs to sit with a trainer. He needs to have more training. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Wasted ten minutes of my. And she's like going off on this dude, and I'm just like, and then she tells me who it is. And that, that makes, makes me it, laugh. Oh, even. Yeah. What the thing is, is like he was in our chat, in our main chat, getting help with this call. <laughs> and she talks to him for 10 minutes and I completely fixed his shit. And I was like, and she was like, what's, what's your name? And I told him my name. She's like, I'm going to call you from now on. Me and Putin call you from here yeah, on me, out. Me and Putin call you from now on. And I'm like, I'm, I'm like, it's like, it's a lot for me not to laugh because I have a great sense of humor. and he's like roasting this kid and i'm putting it in chat i'm like dude this dude's getting fucking he there she's burying this guy and it was a great laugh it was a great end to the fucking day because i woke up and chose violence today and i just wanted to like i've already asked my boss if i can match these people's energy sometimes oh yeah yeah he says no i mean well you need to have a long talk with that bot He says no, rightfully so, because if somebody throws an attitude towards me and I have the right or the ability to throw attitude back, I oh, yeah. guarantee fucking tell you that's just getting thrown back at you. Well, you do you remember? I think it was God, what about fifteen years ago or some shit like that? Uh, somebody called uh, one of the computer companies and was like, "My computer doesn't work," and blah blah blah. And you know, he's running through, and I mean, it was all recorded, but he's running through like all the things you got to do yeah and then he gets to ma'am did you try looking in the back of it and turning the on button on the uh the power supply unit 
And she goes, yes, I did that. He goes, ma'am, did you possibly not put the actual plug into the power supply unit and into the wall? <laughs> she goes, oh, that's a thing. He goes, okay, ma'am, here's what I need you to do. I need you to box everything back up, seal it, take it back where you took or where you bought it because you're too fucking stupid to own it. <laughs> I mean, granted, he got fired, but they released the 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 audio of that. Yeah. I'm fucking dying laughing when he pulls that one off on her. I have dealt like uh, before I became help desk. I've I've worked with computers and I've worked at other places building computers and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, everybody in my family has custom machines and yeah. shit. And uh before my first job doing like professionally working on computers and building computers it was at this little hole in the wall computer store like right. repair shop and we would yeah. have old ladies come in and i mean i can tell you like we had a lady come in and like her mouse is all fucked up and back in the day you know you really didn't have gaming mice they were just like you know right and left click mice and some of yep. you had yeah. to spend like a lot of money to get a gaming mouse they were expensive back then she thought her mouse was a foot pedal. Um, yes. I because, love this woman. <laughs> because sewing machines have foot pedals. They look right. very similar to the old school mice. Yep. So she comes in and she's like, I can't. I just bought this thing. I can't get it to work. I, I, I keep stepping on the foot pedal and the, the little arrow moves around and things open. And I, I just don't know what's going on. And, I'm, and I look at her. As soon as she says foot pedal, I went, right right oh what she says the foot pedal i'm like and i'm looking at what she brought in i'm going there's no foot pedal I'm like where's the where's the man where's the foot pedal she was like it's right there where <laughs> <laughs> because she doesn't point she just said it's right there and i'm like right. where? and so she picks it up she's like it's right here and i'm like ma'am god that's love a, you that's a mouse. you sweet summer child <laughs> like, that's a mouse she's like why is it called a mouse because like, it's little and it has a tail yeah. you use your hand and i had to plug her computer in and, and literally show her. show her yeah show yep. her how to use it and then she was like i am so embarrassed I'm like no 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 i'd 100 percent would have been you should have been yeah she was a sweet lady and i was of like, course, of course. I'm like i'm like no don't worry about it Happens all the time. <laughs> You'd be surprised how many times people come in with foot pedal problems. Unfortunately, she did have to buy a new mouse. Oh, I'm sure. why. You know she got pissed off one day. She got a little heavy. Yeah, she got a little heavy footed with her fucking foot pedal. <laughs> I, I had another lady come in one time and she puts her computer on the desk, like on the on the uh, counter. Mm-hmm. I walk over and I'm like, so um uh, What's going on? You like viruses, computer acting up, what's it doing? She goes, it goes, it went boom and shut off. <laughs> what else? It nothing. It just went boom and shut off. I was like, boom, that was like an explosion, boom as a pop. She's like, it went boom and shut off. Uh, so Anything else happened? Your house made breaker just pop, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> it's like and I was like, five minutes I spent with this lady going, please give me something. Yeah, explain to me what boom is, please. Yeah, I was like, boom, and she went, it went boom, and shut off. <laughs> shut off. So I, I, I took it back. I, I plugged it in, and come to find out, she blew a capacitor in the power supply, and I was like, oh, $40 fix. Yeah. Toss another one in there. Like I like I found one, and it was like, it's super old fucking HP. Mm-hmm. And like, they, you know, the ones that had like 150 watt power supplies and shit. Oh, yeah. Because their motherboard was like that fucking big. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I but like there, I, but there was still nine thousand cables running through the damn thing. Yeah, like fifty million fucking cables, and you're like, mm-hmm. if you can get past the dust. Yeah, they oh just, yeah, they were just, they were the just worst part. Low speed vacuum cleaners, and I ended up finding like a, a, a spare junker that we had, tossed it in, or charged for forty bucks, and sent her on the way. Yep. All right. Watch all right, so chat, people in chat, if you guys have any questions for the Q&A, you guys can put them in chat, but also you guys can join the stuff. You guys can join the Asylum That's Arms. That's the Kari. Okay, you can join the Asylum Arms. I don't Arms. see Kari in my chat, so. <sighs> Shut the fuck up. Let's <laughs> wait for that. You can join the Asylum Arms waiting room, and we can pull you in. Also, to access that, you need to get the Asylum Arms role under rolls as well. But yeah, you can join the waiting oh, room. What? What? There's rolls now on my Discord. Are they jelly rolls? Uh, well, they're rolls that you need to get to see channels. Are they yeah. tootsie rolls? No. Um, toots- yeah, they're no. tootsie rolls. No, no, they're not. I'm Let me sorry. see that tootsie roll. I love tootsie rolls. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> There's Kari. Oh, what's up, baby? Kari is a mod here. This is true. That sounded more like a sexual predator. I mean, <laughs> what's up, Kari? Hey, Kari. <laughs> oh, we got our first question from Angel in Rex's chat. Okay. Uh, question is: Is what did you like best and least about deployment in the military? Uh, who was that directed towards? It was just both of us. It's it's open mic, so it's anybody. Wait, why am I inverted on fucking Twitch? <laughs> Um, what the pit fuck is going on? Oh, it's the both of us. Yeah, mine's not the plane. <laughs> the both of us? Okay, you can go first. Wait, what is the question? Uh, what uh, the... Okay, can you read that? Uh, question, what did you like best and least about deployment in the military? Oh, yeah, you can go ahead. Um, I guess best was deploying, really. Uh, going to... Going to other countries, nations, whatever you want to call it, and, and being able to do the job that we were trained to do. Because I'll be honest with you, doing fucking field training and bullshit like that, um, you know, that, that, that units do when they're not deployed, it gets tedious and fucking boring. And yeah, nothing new happens when you're out in the field just training. So being able to actually apply the, the, the specialty or the specialties and in, in the actual uh, things that we are, we are supposed to be able to do uh, being forward deployed. I love that part. Um, what did I hate or what did I like the least about it? Of course it's, it's, it's being away uh, from friends and family. Um, CBs have, have it kind of a little bit rougher than army, definitely rougher than the fucking air force. Cause like they show up, with like five star hotels that they can build, they usually call us to help them build it. But they've got AC and 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 satellite comms and this and the other. We usually deploy. We have no fucking communication with our family for a probably a minimum of three months, depending on where we're going before we actually get comms up. So for me, that was that was kind of the shitty part. Um, that and like the food and and being stuck in a fucking GP medium with like. The stinkiest motherfuckers you've ever seen of. Because showers aren't really a thing. Well, no, the showers are there. They just like, oh, dude, I'm too tired. I'm like, oh, dude, you've been tired for a fucking month. <laughs> you've been tired for way too long. You're you not haven't tired your socks in fucking three weeks, asshole. Trust me, we all know it. Dude, you're right. 
Yeah. <laughs> There's <laughs> a reason not, that I, all the flies are hanging around our fucking tent. So, I mean, I never, I actually never deployed. I, I never got the chance to deploy. Um, I dealt with a lot of deployment shit, though. Uh, dealing with the B1s. Um, the B1s were always deployed. They were always going to, like, overseas in the sandbox. They were going to... Sometimes they'd go to like uh, they would go down to Dias Air Force Base down in Dallas. Um, sometimes they'd go to the other fucking B one base, which I don't remember which one that one was. Um, or they would be going to Guam or something like that, or some air show. They were. I thought constantly... I thought they had some B ones coming out of Luke. Uh, I'd have to look again, but I know it was like there was there's Ellsworth Air Force Base, and I think the other one is Dias Air Force Base, but I'm not. Don't quote me on that. But there's only two main B one bases. Okay. Right. There may be B1s at other bases. Like, I know there's some that are stationed overseas, mm, but their yeah, main yeah. their main uh, duty station is Eldworth and a little more other place. Um, okay. But we had to deal with, like, kits and shit like that. So I think the, probably the best thing about it was literally just being able to work literally alongside B1. Like, because I went into the Air Force. The motherfuckers to, are huge. Yeah, they're huge, and everything about them is big like everything is very very expensive everything mm-hmm. um so i wanted to fly when i went in the air force the reason i signed up you know the air force was wait wait you mean everybody that joins the air force isn't a pilot <laughs> i know what the fuck <laughs> but yeah i mean i, I wanted to fly but I come to find out i'm green red colorblind which is fairly common and if you're green, red color, if you're colorblind in any way, shape, or form, you cannot fly. You cannot fly fixed wing aircraft. I mean, that military. makes sense. Green, red, colorblind. I mean, you know, you're never going to see the stop signs in the air, the go yep. signs. Yeah, you're totally fine. Yeah, stop signs. Uh, the, the traffic lights that they have hanging on the clouds and stuff. You you won't see those. So you yeah. can stop your aircraft in time. Um, you won't see the the flashing lights of the police that are flying with you. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, those yeah. guys. Oh. Yeah, those guys are dicks too. They're like they're like the like the highest patrol in the sky. Yeah, that's not a thing. Just so you know. I'm so no. I'm waiting for somebody writes in going. Wait, that shit's true. They have stop signs up there. What? There, there, we're, we're gonna make that one fucking kid that ever sees this episode just look out the w- airplane windows like, where are they? I don't see them. <laughs> Mom, they where lied to me. Side, Mom. <laughs> 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 They're waiting for the like the Mario cloud with the <laughs> with the top side on it, just fucking floating by. Like, no, they don't have crossing guards in the sky. I promise. Um. Well, that was probably like so. The best thing was like being able to at least work with the aircraft, right? Like being able to literally be right outside. Like I could go to the, I could go outside the back of my dock where I was stationed at, and there's a bird, uh, fifty yards from me. Mm-hmm. I mean, huge, huge fucking. All you see is like, I mean, there's a there's a blast fence that shoots right up, so because they run uh, APUs where they run the engines, but if you go around there, all you see is giant fucking engines. And they're probably, you know, 15 feet across or 10 feet across in the, yeah. the engines. I mean, they're just massive. Um, the worst part, the least part about that I didn't like was working with the aircraft. <laughs> so your job. Well, yeah, it was like, so I mean, like the, the best part of it was my job. And the least part of it was my job. Because when those Fire. planes are getting deployed, 
we have these things they call kits and they're basically we load these big um pallets and you've seen them cool. mm. you've seen the pallets that go like the like the c5s and the c1s is just real yeah the big giant aluminum fucking pallet yeah that and you have like these they're big made out bins. of aluminum and balsa wood yeah and they're heavy as shit and we had to basically put them in the middle of the dock mm. and then you have three giant uh kind of like fiberglass plastic bins mm-hmm. that are probably six feet tall and there's three of those on a pallet and then you have the like smaller ones on top of those so we fill these things with parts and they all have numbers and you have to log everything and you fill up like i don't know like four of these fucking pallets and they're full of parts and then you have to bag them with plastic yep and then you have to net them and there's there's four nets on the bottom and there's one big net on top that link to the bottom ones Mm-hmm. And you have very limited time to get this done. Because when they're like, we're leaving, you need to go with us. Yeah. So we have a day to get four pallets set up with all the parts they need. And if they don't have, we don't have them in store, we had to go find the goddamn things. Yeah. Uh, so we'd have to go to the maintenance shops. We'd have to go to the fucking repair shops and stuff, you know, all over the place and go, okay, where's all these fucking parts at? Get them all done. And then, Take this giant uh, 15-14k forklift, big massive 14k, yeah, 15k forklift. Uh, that would basically could. Is that the and, one where they had the fucking actual top of the cab ripped off so they'd be able to fit into the aircraft? No, we didn't have that one. Okay. Um, the one we had was basically just in our dock, but it was it was huge. Yeah. Um, the to put into perspective on what it could possibly what it could lift. It could put a car on top of a car on top of a car, and then put those three cars on top of a building mm-hmm. without without worry. Without as kidding. long as it had the extended forks on it, yeah, it's it's. We had, fun the, to we do. had the extended I mean, forks on it. I'm telling yeah. you, it's fun to do because we did it to a mm-hmm. fucking uh, Jo that was getting ready to leave our unit, so we came up underneath his fucking Toyota pickup truck, <laughs> picked it up, drove off out into the fucking middle of nowhere, put it on a Conex box, and left. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we had like we. That's what we, they had the big. They had the big long forks on it because we had yep. to deal with uh, uh, wing seals. Mm-hmm. one had wing seals because they have uh, folding wings, um, and those things are like 13, 14, 15 feet long. Um, and we had to pick these. And then once we get all the kits done, we pick them up on a pallet jack with the fifteen k forklift, drive them on the forklift, rear steer forklift. Mm-hmm to a flatbed truck that was not near the dock yeah <laughs> and then put them on there and go back and pick up the other three and we had to do that all in a day yep and that was the worst and once you were done you basically just didn't do anything because they had like one or two birds left at the base but everything else is gone right all right we do so, have an, we do have another question in chat but before i ask this question um can one of my mods post the asylum discord link in chat and then also, Snow's question is, what do you guys miss about being in the military? I guarantee you the one thing that I, and I guarantee you, we can little test this, the one thing that we both can agree on that we miss the most about being in the military is the camaraderie and being with the people that you work with. Because there is no, and it's kind of, I know it's going to sound really fucking cliche and it's going to sound really fucking ridiculous, but there is no stronger bond and you have a guy that's next to you on both right and left doing the exact same thing with the exact same mission 
getting the exact same shit done. Knowing yep. that this guy has my back, this guy has my back, and I've got both theirs. And you do I, that shit day in and day out. I think one of the other things that I miss, especially like with the CBs and, and shit like that, that that I dealt with with some of the with some of the shenanigans that would happen. Um, but going along the line of like <laughs> the, the 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 loading of aircraft and shit, uh, we were we were getting ready to push out to uh, Latvia, and the the uh, the base that we were flying out of, we showed up, you know, had all our stuff off on the side. I was the HAZDEC director and guys so you know i had customs out there going through all our things and making sure everything's good to go you know no hazmat no whatever and we look over and there's like three 463 l pallets two zodiacs sitting you know on the flight line and some dude like in a tank top you know fucking diver shorts baseball cap sunglasses <laughs> sun burnt up fuck playing in one of the zodiacs Fuck. so we go over there you know because it, it, curiosity is going to get to you real fucking quick yeah put it from perspective everybody else is in some kind of uniform of some sort <laughs> exactly and this dude sticks out this dude looks like he's on vacation <laughs> yeah this guy is like he's at the beach but he went to the wrong beach yeah so we uh we go over there it turns out it's one of the team guys I'm not going to say which SEAL team, but one of the team guys, but he was one of the new guys. So they, you know, they, that, that team was getting ready to deploy. So they had their stuff out on the tarmac waiting for the plane. And he, he was security for the stuff that was out there. Security. He had been out there for two fucking days already waiting on a plane. So we, we got back to, you know, we, we offered a water, whatever he wanted. He's like, no, I'm good. I still got some whiskey left. Right. So we go back to fucking Little Creek and we we contact the team that he's with and we're like, hey, we were just out at blah blah blah. We saw your guy still post security with you know your stuff out there. You know, he says he's been out there for two days. Everything good? They're like, Yeah, yeah, no problem. The the plane will show up uh, tomorrow sometime. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, my lieutenant's like, how long? It, how long have you known this? Like four days ago. <laughs> like, I just looked over my lieutenant. I'm like, God damn, I'm glad I'm not with that unit right now. It'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> it's stupid shit like that that we, you know, that that the units would do. That just, it's so fucking fun. Oh yeah, we had a we had a kid that was he was fresh off the fucking he was fresh off the plane. And in the Air Force back when I was in, if you didn't have rank, we called you slick sleeve. Right. Because oh yeah. Basically you had nothing. Just a sleep. It had a big crease in it. It and, better uh, have a big crease in it. <laughs> back in the day it should have better been. And uh he was a slick sleeve. Mm-hmm. He comes into the dock and my of course my 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 sergeant, my first not I won't say first sergeant, my my NCO, my immediate NCO, he's like, okay, I want you to take this guy, show him the ropes, have him do shit, have him do inventory, have him whatever, just keep him busy. Okay, I kept him busy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did we you were go looking. Over, I think we you were, go over the motor pool, go over to the mechanics, they'll give you a bag, go get me a sample of the, or uh, a sample of the fucking exhaust for the fucking Humvee. I told him we needed to find 100 yards of flight line. Oh yeah, yep. The maintenance squadron was looking for 100 yards of flight line. Um, we we saw we send the new guys up to admin and ad, you know because they needed to fill out their uh, ID10T forms. ID10T forms. Uh, go yeah. to the uh, 
go to the police, uh, the cop shop, and get a, a sample of canine pee. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, maintenance call. They're looking for a metric crescent wrench. Yep. <laughs> he was we'd busy. Always, we'd always send our guys, you know, because we had equipment operators and we had our mechanics. Right. So the new equipment operators, like, hey, we need to go over to, you know, the, either the heavy shop or the light shop or specialty shop or whatever it was, and we're just like, hey, go over to the heavy shop, go get a CM punch, come on back. They're like, okay. Then they come back, they've got a fucking bruise on their cheek or some fucking bruise somewhere. <laughs> that motherfucker punched me. Well, he's a CM, and I told you to go get a CM punch, so I guess you did it right. Uh, my NCO was like, stop messing with him. <laughs> okay, all right, all right we got another question. What was the biggest adjustment for you when enter entering the military? God. Uh, being in the military. <laughs> there's that i mean it's a fuck you a mean little, i can't do what i want what would you consider like a like a culture shock uh yeah it would be a culture shock a culture shock. like so when i went the basic so when i went to base training before pulled it i can't remember that far back it's fuzzy but it's there um <laughs> it comes so, to me in flashes like i like i recently watched the new air force <laughs> where they get off the bus and they're like having the quick walk through. Yeah. And they're like, what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. And they're having to like stand there and then like there's like a shitload of other people in like blues. And I'm like, fuck is going like I I'm confused. <laughs> yeah. Because when I went, you got off the plane. Because so you took a flight down to San Antonio. Mm-hmm. You got off the plane. And then you're like, they have signs and whatever. Yeah. So you go stand there like an idiot waiting for this white bus white yep. school bus a bluebird school bus yeah i remember the GSA black fucking, fucking bus i remember the black fucking bird right yep. next to the door bluebird yeah like the reason i remember that's because it was a black bird yeah it wasn't yeah, all the lettering is black but it says bluebird it's bluebird and i'm like yeah thank you gsa <laughs> yeah weird so, bus. and then you get it's, it's it's one of those it's one of those buses that's a, a rectangle Oh yeah, it's a flat, uh, flat back. It's, it's one of those weird ass buses where the guy is standing. He's sitting over the steering wheels, mm-hmm. and you get on the bus, and everybody's like kind of cracking jokes. Like everybody's like, "Oh, we're going blah blah blah. It's going to be blah blah blah." And we're having a good laugh and everything like that. And then we get there, and we're like, "Well, we made a mistake. You're going the wrong fucking way. You know, run around." Yeah, yeah. You Unless go I was like, gates, like oh, 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 "Fuck, it's real." Yeah, you get to the gates. It's like, holy shit. And then you get off the bus. Now, when we got off the bus, it was right at um, where our flight would be, like where our squadron would be. Mm. Um, you get off the bus, and you instantly stand in a formation. They tell you get in formation. Like the, yeah. the bus driver, and you have some TI yelling at you. One TI is yelling at you, get in formation. I'm, I went to ROTC, so I'm, I'm like dress right, dress and shit like that. I'm standing there, solid. Like I'm not moving. Yeah, and then everybody's like, and you can see the ROTC guys are just like, you know who was in ROTC, and the other people are like, oh yeah, thumb at the fucking crease of their pants, everything. And they're, yeah, they're doing their dress right dress, and you're like this, and the other guys are like, why is this guy yelling? <laughs> why do I gotta wear a dress on the right? Yeah, and the next thing you know, it gets really quiet. Yep. for a second, and it's deafening quiet. Like you're outside, and it's it's quiet. It's this weird, eerie quietness because now the TI is no longer yelling at anybody. And all of a sudden, this is when I went to base. All of a sudden, this door flies open. 
Oh, and a bomb of TIs come out. And they are spitting, yelling, and <laughs> cursing. And it's utter fucking chaos. And all the people that don't get it, that have never had any kind of military experience before, they're freaking the fuck out. And I'm just like, I ain't saying shit. I ain't moving. I ain't eyeballing nobody. I'm not looking around. And I'm like this. And the TI comes up. He gets the guy next to me doing his ass, telling him to right dress, right dress. And the guy's like, yeah, he doesn't fucking know what it means. And the mm-hmm. TI's yelling at him and telling him to put his fucking arm out, touch my shoulder and turn this way, turn this way. And, and I'm just like, <laughs> you're just a fucking I'm, gargoyle I'm letting, at that point. I am a fucking pole. That's yeah. it. I am a object at this point. He yells at this guy, walks by me, stops for a second. And I'm like, I don't fucking move. Cause yeah, I know, you know in his head, he's like, fuck you. Yeah, he's like, next guy. fuck this guy. Cause I'm like, if I move, it's if, one, if, if an eyelash falls off of my eye, it's over. I'm done. Yep. And he pauses for that second. I'm like, <gasps> and he skips me and yells at the guy next to me to dress, yep. right? Dress and goes back on. And these guys are just, you, you, I'm watching, but not watching because you don't want to eyeball them. Yep. Because if you eyeball, you're eyeballing me. Most. <laughs> the most cherished thing in formation you're literally staring at the back of the head of the person in front of you but you're watching everything yep. that's going on and yep. they're they're just bouncing from one person to the next and these people like if you had no rotc no military experience no nothing you just went into basic training because for whatever reason it is a 100 percent culture shock because you have never and you will never experience that in any part of your life yeah. except for that now not so much i watched the new one and i'm like these guys aren't even getting yelled at really mm-hmm. like these guys had their fucking smokies on that was down like this i couldn't even see their eyes and they're bouncing that shit off people's faces yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because they're what the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> you know that bitch has got like one of them's like i'm gonna put a razor blade right yeah i'm, um, I'm gonna cut this motherfucker <laughs> i'm cutting this dude's nose right. off and you are... wouldn't think they're that hard but they're like wood. I mean, it's it's very hard. It's it's, compre- it's, it's compressed fucking uh, cardboard, cardboard basically inside of it. But they but they starch the shit out of it, and then they put it in a form, flatten mm. it out, so it becomes extremely hard. And they're bouncing that off the bridge of your nose. Yep, and that hurts. All right, we lot. we have a question from Kari in chat. If you could relive any moment from your time in the military, what would it be? Well, you were in longer than I was. You probably have way more experience than I do. Oh, fuck. One moment? Yes. Yeah, you gotta pick one. Okay, let me look at the... Let me look at the Geneva Convention real quick. (laughs) What's my checklist? Damn, one moment. Um, That's a hard one. That is a really tough one. Like, relive. Like, I can... Okay, I, I know what mine would be. All right, good. Please, please, because I've, I've got a few, and I'm like, oh, fuck. I mean, I have, like, a bunch, but I think the I, I have one, and it's it's from basic training. The day you graduate basic training, because you get, like, you go through this traumatic experience. It's a very traumatic experience, and I, I've had somebody say before that if you, anybody that's been in the military that went through basic training, they got out of basic training, went through AIT, and went to permanent duty station, has a form of PTSD because basic training is a traumatic event. Yeah. For most everybody. Um, but when you get done, when you put your class A's on, 
and you stand up there and you're you're full of like my dress blues and i have a picture somewhere mm-hmm. uh, and i have it around but i have a picture somewhere of me in my dress blues um and you graduate and you get that diploma if you will yeah it's such a sense of like accomplishment like yeah. you completed something because you see other people that don't complete this and they get washed out or they get reclassed or they get recycled back to a different flight multiple times because they just can't hack it and they will keep your ass in basic training until you either a get the fuck out of the military which takes for bloody ever oh yeah or or finish basic training the fastest way to get out of basic training is to finish basic training but that sense of pride that sense of accomplishment that feeling of i did this i made it Mm. through this that was and, and then when you're done you look back and you go that shit was easy yeah i could do that every day because every day was the hardest day in basic training. Yep. And then when you're done with the day, you go, your easiest day was yesterday. yesterday. Yeah, your easiest day was yesterday. And then you look back and you go, wasn't so bad. Mm-hmm. And then you finish and then you move on and then you go to your AIT and then you go to your permanent duty station. And But the that shining moment, that, that accomplishment, that feeling of pride, you just, I don't know if you could get that anywhere else. Because of how tough that is. I agree with mm-hmm. that. I think, you know, along the lines of that, you know, you bringing that up kind of reminded me. So, like, in the Navy, um, you know, like, the, every branch has that that last big thing you got to do before you graduate. You know, there's mm-hmm. the crucible and this and the other. Well, the Navy has battle stations. It's a 24-hour event. Um, they actually, the Navy had Steven Spielberg basically build the USS Cole inside of this warehouse and it's a full fuck full full blown full function functioning ship and you spend 24 hours on that ship you do anything from from radar to uh you know deck handling with with the lines the ropes this that and the other um and then at some point while you're on there they simulate what happened to the USS Cole you get half your ship blown the fuck open now you're dealing with having to move ammo while the room that you're in, or the compartment that you're in, is filling up with water. You go into another section, you know, the, uh, uh, fuck, the walls are on fire. You've got to, you know, you've got to suit up, grab a fucking fire hose, put that out. Then the entire ship fills up with smoke. You can't see in front of you, but you've got to try to escape. While you're doing it, you're looking for bodies. You have to perform all these different things. So... When you first get to, to Navy boot camp, you, you, get a, you get a baseball cap. And it's, you know, dark navy blue. And in gold letters, it says recruit. Yeah. And you go through boot camp as a recruit. Well, when you grad, well, when you finish battle stations, you know, the entire division comes off of the, uh, the ship. We all stand on the dock. We're all facing the ship. You know, there's these giant fucking, you know, screens up above the ship and in front of you. And all of a sudden, here comes Lee Greenwood's fucking proud to be an American. And here come your RDCs, you know, RDIs. And they're they're holding baseball caps that say Navy on it, which means you are no longer a fucking recruit. You're, you know, you're officially Navy now. Your camera went in green. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, it's been flashing like that for a minute or off and on. But right. this time it just went that way. Now it stayed that way. Yeah, isn't it yeah. flashing? We'll turn it off and bring it back on. Hang on. Yeah. So anyway, you know, that that's kind of that moment. Like, you know, at, like even me, 
like I got choked up, you know, hearing yeah. the music. And then all of a sudden, you know, here comes my, my RDCs, you know, my chief comes up to me and he was like, man, fuck you, Reed. And he pulls my fucking recruit cover off and, you know, he puts the, the Navy cover on and he just walks away from me. And, you know, the other two RDCs look at me and they're like, you know, good on you, old man, you know, cause I was fucking older than all my goddamn RDCs anyway. Right. Uh, so, I mean, I think that moment was, was really, really stood out and you're right. I'm not going to be able to do that again ever you know and and i know that like graduating the, the actual graduation day is like a really big thing for everyone but i remember that moment more than i remember what happened at graduation because right. by that time i mean my i was so fucking mind blown brain dead tired that even doing you know during graduation ceremony i knew my family was there i was going to get to see him i was going to spend time with my family off base this that and the other the only thing in the back of my mind was like god i hope we have a hotel room because i'm gonna go fuck the sleeper <laughs> the, the, the only thing you fucking long the only thing you remember from your fucking was from that was um you scaring the shit out of them because they're a father <laughs> <laughs> no i was just you know i i you're just so fucking tired like we we did we, we were up you know before battle stations and then we had what they called an earthquake test which is everybody lay on the ground, put your ear on the fucking floor and uh, wait for the earthquake. Tell us if it happens, which meant go the fuck to sleep because when we wake you up for battle stations, yeah. you know, the shit's on. So we did battle stations. We were up for probably 36 hours at that point. And then our RDCs were like, fuck it. Let's go rehearse how you're going to fucking do graduation right after this. So by the time we did all our marching and our parade and this, that, and the other, some of us were standing there, you know, in formation, literally passing the fuck out standing up or falling over this that, and the other so no by graduation day all i cared about was just going the fuck to sleep yeah yeah that's fair yeah graduation day was literally yeah you you tired i mean you've been through like even like even like later on like later stages in basic training like you still you get to sleep a little bit more than you than you did before than you did before when you first got there but yeah. you're still only getting like or five hours tops and that may be on if a weekend by accident yeah if you're lucky like if you're a di like your ti or your rdc you know rdc like if they showed up late to work like i remember my first night in basic training was a goddamn nightmare like you're you, they're like okay you get your bunk and you get your you you know, set to go to sleep you have all like you've had a busy fucking day because you got there early ass in the fucking morning or super late at fucking night um when i got there we got there we got there super early i think we got there by seven o'clock so now you have to in process get your uniforms get this get this and you get all this shit and then you go to your barracks your dorm room whatever you want to fucking call them and you put all your shit away and then you do more shit and then you go to bed and yeah, you're like thank right. god i can go to bed and you lay down and then the thing next thing you know the fucking ti is kicking a goddamn trash can down the fucking lane yep. and you wait you like you like lay down and then next it hits the pillow trash can flies down the lane yep. Yep. and then you wake up Sounds about right and then you find out you've been asleep for like an hour mm -hmm. and now you have another 15 20 hour day ahead of you and you do that for we did that shit i think we did that for two weeks before we got to really sleep because of all the in-processing bullshit 
And now I had a little bit different time because I had the security clearance that I had to finish. Right, right. So a lot of times where other guys were doing like drills and shit like that, I was having to march halfway across the fucking base to the Intel office to make phone calls, to fill out forms, to sign stacks on top of stacks of paper. I memorized my social security number in three hours. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I had never knew what my social security number was until I got to basic training, and I memorized it, like, three hours. Okay. So it was like like your last four. Everything had your last four. Seven one nine two. Seven one nine two. Seven one nine two. Seven one nine two. Seven, one, nine, two. And then you had to initial here, initial here, initial here, sign here, initial here, date here. Seven one nine two. Initial here, initial here, sign here. By the time I was done with the first day, I had hand cramps. <laughs> oh well, then then what will fuck you up? Um, I don't. I I'm assuming they did it with in in your time. Um, but we'll we'll find out. But you you know you're used to in school writing the the date a certain way, and then all of a sudden here comes the military and they're like, oh no, hey, guess what? It's fucking year, month, <laughs> and day. You're like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, and if you signed it fucking wrong, you got yeah. yelled at first. Yeah, <laughs> you called a retard. Or an idiot, among, or amongst other things, yeah, <laughs> shithead, fuckhead, whatever the ti could come off the top of his head with, and then you had to throw it away and start all over. No matter how many fucking forms you've already signed, start the whole packet. Over. Yep, because yep. the packet wasn't just one sheet of paper. No, 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 no. It was that dot matrix bullshit mm. that was literally a continuous sheet of paper. It just had more shit every single page that was this fucking thick. Yeah. I still have some of it. Fuck that shit. I have a stack of papers that like this thick is just literally just with my signature on it. It's that that pink ass fucking paper with the blue fucking lettering. Yep. And I can literally turn the pages and go, I sign there, sign there, initial there, initial there. Date. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a pain in the ass. You got yelled at for everything. It was a fucking process, though. Holy shit. Yeah, it was a process. But then you look back on it, it's like, it was kind of fun. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. It, it, yeah, it was definitely fun. But like now it's like, now you look back on it, you go, that shit was kind of fun. Yeah, I, I know I bitched a little bit here and there, but I, I enjoyed my time. That was one thing I didn't do in basic training. I didn't bitch. I didn't bitch in basic training, but I mean, you know, yeah, permanent duty station and... and, and some of the forward deployed places that we went, yeah, I know a lot of us bitch. I mean, if, if CB doesn't bitch, he's not happy. So, you know, you've got God, to we have some, some guys. We had some guys in basic that were just, God, dude, shut the fuck up. Right. So hard. I'm so tired. It hurts. Shut up. We're all tired. We're all hurting. We're all fucking pissed off and sleep deprived and fucking hungry. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. all of the above. Yeah, and we had some guys that just wouldn't that just would shut up. That's all they did was bitch. And those are the guys that usually got recycled. Mm-hmm. They usually got in trouble. They usually got the whole entire fucking flight in trouble because they did something stupid because they weren't listening. Right. Uh, that was probably one of, that's probably the worst thing about basic training. So I have a question for you too. What was the stupidest reason you got in trouble in your time in the military? <laughs> <laughs> A 
again. I'm checking with the Geneva Convention. <laughs> this is legal. <laughs> Can I talk about this still? <laughs> Am I still under contract? Is the statute of limitation run out yet? <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Um uh, the the stupidest thing I did to get in trouble. Oh. I didn't do it, but I got in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do it. Oh, 100%. It was not me, but we were we were at a field training exercise in where were we? We were in uh North Carolina, I think. Maybe somewhere around there. And uh whatever, you know, we're doing the whole CB thing. We're we're fucking fake, you know, wars wartime camping is what it was. Um, and you know, I mean, we were playing, we, we were, we were doing this exercise with the army. We were playing football with the army, which by the way, CBs at the end or before the end of that deployment were never allowed to play football with the army again, because apparently <laughs> we hit them too fucking hard. So our next fucking game was we would fill, you know, two liter bottles with water, freeze them. And then everyone would go out in this field and we'd throw them as high as we could. And people would try to catch it. They didn't always catch it. Oh, no, I mean, they caught it. Oh, yeah, that no, their nose caught the fuck out of it a couple times. <laughs> they caught it <laughs> with their hands. But uh, all of a sudden, one night, I was, you know, I, I I was getting ready to go take a shower, and I come out of the, the birthing, and, like, five people come running up to me. They're like, dude, you're fucking Evans? And I'm like, what? <laughs> and they're like, dude, someone said that they walked in on you and Evans fucking in one of the, the, the empty uh, whatevers. And I'm like, what <laughs> and like they like somebody ran to the chief and fucking told Evans, the chief uh, and the female lieutenant a uh, female okay uh, I mean, maybe i had that it's her last name evans i'm not going to give away the fucking first name right, and by right, the right. way her name's not evans anymore anyway i was just making sure if it's navy can you, can ask you know what you can hope all you want it never fucking happened <laughs> <laughs> so uh like they they ran and told the chief they ran and told the fucking uh the lieutenant that was there and everything and, like i'm getting my ass chewed the fuck out you know you're you're one of the older people in the fucking unit you know better <laughs> you ought to by know the way that. you're fucking married and fucking some and i'm like time the fuck out are there more than one person male with this last name? Yeah. Okay. So uh, let's put two and two together. And they're like, so you didn't do it. Nope. Might as well now because I'm being blamed for it. Yeah, I know. It's like, <laughs> fuck, if I'm gonna if I'm getting blamed for this, I really wish I would have at that point. Um, so then, you know, everyone's like, oh shit, it's the other, you know, so and so. So everyone runs, you know, it's, I guess somebody was outside the fucking tent when I was getting my ass chewed by the, you know, chain of command. And I brought that up. Well, now they go run and they tell blah, blah, blah. Hey, fucking dead sea pool. That's not my name, but he just fucking narked you out for fucking, you know, fucking Evans. So they leave, they, they let me go. So I'm like, all right, cool. Leave that fucking tent. I'm still heading to the fucking shower. Cause I got to take a shower. All of a sudden, the other fucking dead sea pools like, hey, dude, get over here. And he outranks me by like three ranks. <laughs> <laughs> I kept walking up and I'm like, what? Son of a bitch. He's like, did you tell everyone that I, I was fucking Evans? I'm like, no. 
well, everyone says I, that you said that I was fucking, and I was like, no, I told the chain of command that there's two of us in this fucking unit, and I'm not the one fucking, so they can figure out who the fuck it was at that point. You know, they could fuck up my career. Well, don't stick your dick in the bitch, okay? <laughs> what else do you want me to say at this point? Stop fucking people. <laughs> Angel's like, oh my God, I didn't realize it was a woman. Well, I'm not going to give out her fucking name, okay? Thank Jesus. God this podcast is 18 plus. Dude, I'm telling you, like she she had issues. Like our first deployment, getting ready to leave, she was she was ground guiding a tractor trailer into position. And she was standing directly behind the tractor trailer, not off to the side where the driver could see her, oh, but Jesus. directly fucking behind. And behind her is a 60 watt fucking generator. So <laughs> if that truck that goes, one. yeah. So if this truck goes too far back, she's squished. The truck's going too far back. What does she do? I'm going to put both arms out. I'm sure this will stop it. <laughs> um, uh, uh. That's both fucking arms. Two days before we deploy. I, uh, that's not, that is shocking. That is so No, the, the fun part was, was my, <laughs> was my, was my NCO who, who was getting ready to transfer. So he didn't deploy with us. He, he had to stay behind and she still had to show up for work, but she's got two broken arms. How the fuck she getting in uniform? His job was to go to her house and get her dressed. And he was like, that was the most uncomfortable thing in the world. He's like, God, because, you can imagine. yeah, because he would, he would show up and she's in her bra and panties with two fucking casts. <laughs> and he's got to fucking pull her pants up and get her shirts on. And, and he was just like, dude, if I was, a, if I was like one of those guys, it would have been fine. He was like, but man, that fucking sucked. And I'm like, well, she put her arms out behind a fucking truck. There's people in the military that do some dumb shit. So, okay, what about you? What was the stupidest thing you got in trouble for? The stupidest things I got in trouble for? I mean, I really didn't get in a whole lot of trouble. Like, I kind of just, I kept myself a lot. I got in trouble, but it wasn't like, like, when I got in trouble, it was because I got in trouble because I didn't do something or I fucked something up or whatever. But it was like, I just kind of kept myself. Like, we did, uh, I almost got in trouble once for drinking at the smoke pit in Arizona. <laughs> We weren't allowed to do that. Yep. Because uh, the dorms, we weren't allowed to, we, it, didn't, it didn't matter if you were 21 or not, you weren't allowed to drink at the dorms during AIT. Right. In Arizona, uh, we could drink at the bar. Mm. And, and that was like a couple blocks away. That was on base. We could drink there. We could drink off base too. If you could drink off base, if you were of age, you could drink on base if you were eighteen in Arizona at the time. Mm -hmm. So I was eighteen. You could go to the class six. You can buy booze at the class six at eighteen in Arizona on on Fort Huachuca. So I go. We we've been at the bar. It's a Saturday night. We've been at the bar for a few hours. So we're already you know three sheets to the wind. So we decided to go to class six. And I buy a bottle of Avalanche. Oh. And if you don't know what Avalanche is, it's basically blue liquor that has sugar crystals at the bottom. And the more sugar crystals it has, the more basically the more fucked up you get. Yep. Essentially. Like, supposedly. So I buy the bottle of Avalanche and we go to Subway and I get a drink, get a food. I eat my food, drink my drink, 
And then I go, yeah. huh, the bar's closed. So I pour the ice out and pour the avalanche in my subway cup. I put the lid on. So we go, and we're at the smoke pit, and we're just sitting there shooting the shit. I'm literally sucking an avalanche, this liquor, out of a fucking straw. Next thing I know, fire trucks show up. And the MP show up. Oh. And everybody's coming out of the fucking Air Force barracks. And I'm going, uh-oh. <laughs> uh, hi. Apparently, one of the fire alarms had malfunctioned and went off. So it cleared out the entire dorm. Fire trucks are over there. Firemen are out there. The MPs are out there. And I'm sitting there standing by myself at the sidewalk because we had to leave the smoke pit because mm. of the fire. I'm standing on the sidewalk with my subway cup. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> on the fucking avalanche. Because I'm already fucked up. Right. My friend comes over. He was in the he was in the barracks. He comes over. He's like, hey, man, can I get a drink? Let me get a sip. Cause he thought I just had like tea or soda, and I'm like, okay, there you go. And he goes, what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he said, what the fuck is this? I'm like that avalanche, bro. <laughs> and then he screams it out, and then like all of a sudden, like a whole bunch of eyes turn towards. Him. Oh yeah. And I'm like, that. <laughs> it's mine. This, this is mine. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I almost got in trouble for that um, because somebody came up and goes, "What's going on over here?" And I was like, "Ah, he just—I gave him a drink and he started choking." We're good. The fuck, Army? Don't you know how to have a drink? Yeah, and he was like, because he was Army, because it's fucking, yeah. it's just, it's fucking MP. Oh, what's going on over here? And I was like, he—I gave him a drink and he kind of got choked up. And he's like, yeah, it was, "I'm okay." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so yeah, I almost got in trouble for that. Needless to say, I didn't drink at the smoke pit anymore. <laughs> right? Uh, I didn't want to get in trouble. <laughs> so Angel has a you know, question. What was the dumbest thing you guys did? Oh, um, no. That you can say without getting, you know, your door broken down and put in a place you can't come back from. <laughs> uh, I, I, I see Pool of Mine's ready racing right now. I see where he can go with this. <laughs> No, no, it's not that. I did a lot of really dumb shit. <laughs> oh, I know. I've heard stories off stream. <laughs> oh, fuck. Dumbest thing I've ever done in the military. I fucking joined it. Um, uh... Oh, I know what I did. I wasn't on base, but I was in the military when I did it. There was all drinking you, involved. All, all, all you, buddy. There was, there was a lot of drinking involved. I was on base. When I was in the military, I drank oh, a lot. This one lot, time, lot, 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 lot. I drink a lot of liquor when I was on the military base. <laughs> lot, lot, lot. Uh, it was uh, I was stationed in uh, I was stationed in South Dakota, and I had a buddy of mine. Oh no, I know another thing I did get in trouble for. Oh, that there it is. We cannot answer that fucking question. I'm telling funniest you. Funniest thing right you now. ever. It's the funniest thing you never got caught for that you should have. I can't answer that. <laughs> no, I'm not answering that question. There's a statue of limitations that I'm not sure has run out yet. I'm I'm only a couple <laughs> years retired. I have to keep my mouth fucking quiet. I've been out since '99, and I can't. I'm not answering that. I know something. I mean, I got something on top of my head, but I can't answer mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it has to deal with like security stuff. Yeah, <laughs> top secret shit. <laughs> I didn't leak anything, but it has to deal with that shit. Um. 
so the dumbest thing I ever did in the military was we I had a buddy of mine, he was in the Air Force with me. He got out because I think he like he I know he like they figured out that he was dyslexic while he was permanent party. Um and that's kind of a big no no. Um <laughs> well, at least back in the, at least back then it was. And I think now you can get a waiver or some shit for you. I mean you can get a waiver for anything nowadays. Yeah. Um but he they found out he was dyslexic and he had some kind of like health problem. Um, that they didn't know about until he was stationed at Ellsworth. Um, and so he ended up getting out, but his but he lived in South Dakota. His home was South Dakota. His parents lived there. They had a, they had a farm and everything like that, but it was way over in the East River. Okay. And every, you know, once in a while, we'd have a four-day weekend. We would just drive out there because, right. I mean, we'd go hang out and we'd drink. He was a part of this little MC, this motorcycle club, and, you know, we'd have parties and have keggers and, wake up in the middle of a fucking field somewhere and and wake up and do it all over again. Um, one night, we were drinking, if you will, um, a lot. And uh, we decided to go for a drive. We're just going to go for a cruise, you know? It was all back roads. I mean, it was out in the middle of the fucking country. No cops, no nothing. What's up, Roshi? Uh, and we're like we're driving along and of course you know at that time it's like beer me and guy in the back seat would give you a beer i don't condone any of this i was an idiot uh so don't do this ever don't try this at home kids do as i say Um, not as i do yeah yeah do as i say not as i do it was it was stupid and we probably should have done it but it was really stupid and we're cruising down this fucking back roads and my friend knows these roads like he knew all of them he, he, that's where he lived. He he traveled these roads since he was a kid. And um, I'm driving, and next thing I know, I just shut the lights off. Mm. And it's midnight in the middle of the fucking nowhere. And I don't know if you haven't been in the middle of nowhere and turned the lights off, it's fucking dark. Like dark, dark, like under the bed kind of dark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're driving. Now, luck, this road is a straight road, and the, the lights are off. So my friend's like, oh, cool. And he finds his mag light. So he like holds the mag light out, turns it on. I guess he thought it would help. I don't know. And I could barely see it. We're cruising. I'm doing like 40 miles an hour in this dirt road in the backwoods somewhere. Next thing I know, I see headlights coming towards me. And I get the bright idea of like, let them get closer. And then I'll and... kick on the lights. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the car that I was driving was oil slick black. Even better. So, you know, I got close. I put the lights on and watched this car go. Yeah, right. Fucking ditch. <laughs> he didn't go in the ditch. Thankfully, he <laughs> swerve all over the fucking road. And so we, and uh, I'm getting away from this fucking car because I don't know who the fuck it is. He's like, just get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so we get the fuck out of there. We turn down this other road. Now the place that he lived, it was called Lake Preston, because that was near. Preston Lake. Yeah. Right. And um <laughs> wow, thank you, Captain Obvious. <laughs> yeah. So and there was this one spot that we were that we were headed towards. We weren't going there because we were just headed towards it. And he was like, Man, you want to slow down because the lake's on that side of the road. It's also on that side of the road. And this is a one car lane. And it's not it's it's kind of a washed out road. It's it's really bumpy. I mean, they have like little potholes like all over the place. And I'm like, what? 
what did you what are you saying i'm like i'm shit faced i'm driving this fucking road i'm doing like 40 50 miles an hour he's like you might want to slow down like, you slow down there's a fucking lake over there and there's a lake over there they meet right down here <laughs> i'm like huh what and i click the lights off again <laughs> and i hit this little fucking one and it was basically like three quarters of a lane because he was not shitting me there was water over here and water over here and i hit that and i it's only like 10 yards long right but it's a fucking ride <laughs> i hit that at like 40 50 miles an hour and the car starts shaking violently and the steering wheels going crazy and we make it on the other side and he's like he's white knuckling the dashboard and the guys in the back almost throwing up we scared shitless <laughs> and then we get to a clearing and we stop i'm dying laughing he's like dude we almost fucking died i'm <laughs> like but we didn't so we're like, good. Did you die <laughs> so yeah that's one thing i did that was really stupid in the military don't ever do that kids ever bad for your health real Ooh, i would say one of the dumbest most costliest things i did in the military uh it was back in it was back in virginia on little creek and uh i was i was part of crane crew for the amphib and uh we were we were all standing out on the fucking pier you know we had a we had a crane lift coming up and you know the boat wasn't there yet so we were all standing out on the pier throwing rocks into the water and everything and we saw this you know you know if there's something underwater it kind of leaves a little bit of a wake little ripple effect on the fucking water you know well, we're a bunch of CBs. We see ripples. We pick up rocks. We start throwing at the fucking ripples. And we're throwing rocks at this fucking thing. You know, we don't know what the fuck it is. All of a sudden, here comes this fucking GSA fucking black truck flying into the back 40, like locks up the brakes, the vehicle sliding at us before it stops and out jumps out this fucking warrant officer from one of the fucking teams. And he is fucking beyond pissed. We don't know fucking why. He's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? And we're like, throwing rocks in the water. That's what we do. And he was like, you're throwing rocks at our fucking... It, it, basically what it was, was it was, a, it was a miniature sub that they used for fucking surveillance. <laughs> <laughs> Just so happens to have a fiberglass fucking shell. Oh, my God. <laughs> so we're we're throwing rocks at a fiberglass fucking navy seals you know submersible fucking spy sub (laughs) blowing holes in the fucking thing to make it sink to the bottom of the fucking bay i i think i'm picturing you like like kids that's all we were doing we were throwing rocks at something that was in the water we didn't we thought it was a fish fuck it you know (laughs) So he's, so he's got us at fucking parade rest with a rock you know like we we literally whatever rocks we had in our hand had to keep in our hand at parade rest while he calls our command while this warrant officer calls the rest of his fucking command you know his upper chain so they come down there they also bring a couple of divers because they've got to get the sub out of the water now <laughs> our chain of command pulls up my master chief is is beat red but not because he's pissed because he is fucking dying laughing coming from the oh. head shed to the back 40 thinking it's a bunch of goddamn alpha company cbs 
standing next to the water something moves in the water the course they're gonna pick up a rock and throw it in the fucking water the fucking the add kicks in like, yeah what's that yeah it's like one guy goes dude there's something in the water like 12 of us go running over to the fucking pier and start throwing fucking rocks let's throw rocks at it okay that's what that's what our fucking plan was so they, you know, after an hour of like the, the the team's fucking chain of command is is screaming at us, except for one of their senior chiefs, who's he didn't even get out of the car. He was fucking laughing so hard in the car. <laughs> you know, my chain of command, you know, my CO, my XO, you know, fucking S seven. Everyone is just like nah, 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 nah. Master Chief keeps turning his head because he's fucking cracking up. So finally, they pull this fucking thing out and they bring it over to us. There's like. 30 fucking holes in this goddamn thing. We busted the front fucking camera. I mean, like, busted the antenna, smashed the fucking rotors, blew out the fucking, you know, obviously the fiberglass shell, totally yeah. done for. Yeah. <laughs> and we're just like, I did you know, that they, finally the, 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 the CO just looked at me, what do you got to say? And we're like, <laughs> sorry. No, we didn't even say sorry. We're just like, hoorah. <laughs> They're just... And, and okay, so then, all right, I got one more for you. <laughs> Same people got involved again. <laughs> we, we, you're not supposed to fish at Little Creek in on base, um, like in the the the, the bay, um, where all the boats are. Right. We do it anyway. So, <laughs> me and a friend are fishing, and again we see this giant ripple going across the bay. My buddy's like. Fuck it, takes the bait off of his hook and just starts winging his fucking <laughs> his fishing line out to get it, you know? Because, I mean, we're fishing. He's like, dude, that's got to be a shark or some shit right. like that. No, it's a fucking Navy SEAL that's doing laps in the fucking <laughs> <laughs> I didn't a Navy SEAL. He fucking hooked into the guy's fin. <laughs> Just picture so, this. You know, he's he no, he just he wigs it out there, and all of a sudden you see his his pole kind of go like that. So he yanks back, and I was here. What the fuck? He throws his fucking pole in the water, and fucking runs away. I'm standing there like, oh shit, it's him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. There, there's our, there's our dumb shit. A poor Navy Seal. I kind of wonder. I always wonder, kind of like I always think back about that time I turned the lights on that guy or girl or whoever was driving that car. I wonder what they're doing. I wonder if they tell that story. Oh, I'm sure they do. And this one time I was driving the back roads, the fucking dumbass asshole. All of a sudden, this fucking car lights head up and almost made me fucking crap. I'm, I'm just wanting. To, I want to know the story. Uh, Kari, uh, from the, their perspective, to your question. That submarine. <laughs> submarine. <laughs> <laughs> what was the one thing I told for drinking at the uh, smoke pit? <laughs> I bet you two could go all night with dumb shit you did. Yeah, well, oh, not yeah. all night because then, yeah, statue of limitation, uh, UCMJ, UCMJ. <laughs> so, fun fact about the military: once you get out of the military, it doesn't matter if you get kicked out of the military or you get med boarded out of the military or you retire out of the Tired. military. You're they still own your ass for like ten years. You can be recalled into active duty at any point in time within 10 years. Um, so you really like some of the shit that like happened maybe uh, in the military or in basic training and stuff like that. You can't talk about like I know like certain things because I had a top secret clearance. Um, and well, you had a 
clearances too. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, you have certain people have clearances. Not everybody has a clearance. I'm guessing even if you're dishonorably you. discharged, you're uh, still held under. Yeah. I'm guessing regulations. You can't right. talk about anything clearance until it's like made public. I'm guessing then. Even sure, then, even then, it's you don't want to because mm-hmm. say like. Yeah, mine's passed. Like I, I my ten my ten years have passed. Like they, that can't be. Oh, Angel, I I retired in twenty twenty, so I've got yeah, a he's got way to go. Seven more years, brother. Um, so yeah, even and like then, top secret. Oh my god, you should hear the podcast. I'm gonna fucking do. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch is gonna be a week long. Wait, I, this guy. I knew you. This guy. I knew you back when you were in the military still, and not yeah, fucking know that. Yeah, yeah they can I started that. screaming in twenty sixteen. I know. I was yeah. still active duty. Oh, okay. they can literally go. They can pick up a phone and go pack your shit, and they will. You basically go right back to what you were doing. Now, granted, there are some certain certain limitations. Like, pool's probably too fucked up, like broken wise, body wise, to go back. I'm my my tenures is over. Um, I'm too fucked up to go back anyway. My back and my knees and shit like that I just couldn't handle it. But yes, they can. They can literally call you back at any point for any reason typically they don't uh my grandfather got recalled uh for vietnam yeah my dad uh, got recalled uh during uh desert storm yeah so he got my grandfather got recalled for vietnam as an advisor but he was mm-hmm. active duty as an advisor because he'd yep. been to korea and world war ii right so he knew combat tactics and shit like that so he'd already seen heavy heavy combat yeah. We'll see how they can well, recall I mean, Look, look at it this way. I, Angel, um, I may not be able to physically do, the, you know, obviously physically do the job that I used to be able to do, but I could one hundred percent be put behind a, be to be an advisor, be put behind a desk, fucking, you know, oh. getting getting things prepped. You know, I was a, I was a hasdecker. Um, I was one of the guys that you know before before something gets shipped i have to go through make sure that the correct paperwork is 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 set for it that it's going to clear customs you know blah 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 that's not something that is like a real physical job that's something physical. that's more just tedious yeah. pencil pusher exactly Rushy. yeah and then but yeah you you can be medically discharged now typically they won't call back anybody that's medically discharged but if the need arises and you can sit behind a desk and you can fill out paperwork, and they need some asshole to fill out paperwork. Yeah, especially if you're an SME. If you're if you're a subject matter expert, and uh-huh. you're like one of the only ones that know knows how to do that particular task, a hundred percent, they will fucking come and be like, yeah. "Hey, dude, we seriously need you back." I mean, you have to be like, and what do they say? Like, what is it, like ten thousand hours, and you're an expert at whatever it is. Something if like you that. if you study it for like ten thousand hours or whatever, you're you're an expert at that subject matter and you have to like know the shit like you don't need a manual you can literally go you can do mm-hmm. this 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 and you can do this and you can do this and you can do it here do this and whatever but you have to have that kind of knowledge of it um but yeah they can call you back for whatever reason uh typically they don't typically yeah. they don't um but they can i know um cynic got called back cynic then i Was think cynic i think cynic got called back to combat uh, I'd have to ask him, but I think he got caught. I think he well, got caught. Like, I, think I know he got called back. He was in Desert Storm, but I don't think that's on callback. No, he sending. You want to hear some stories about combat? I know Talk we've had Cynic. we've had him on our podcast. Yeah, Cynic, Cynic's got some fucking. I've seen some pictures that he took. 
We we have. I had him. They were actually in my Discord. He put them in my Discord. I had him take it down because it triggered somebody. Uh, yeah, it triggered somebody's PTSD. Yeah, guys, uh, I'm pretty sure Cynic was episode seven. I, yeah, I Cynic, something like that. Yeah. Cynic's one of those guys where, like, he, he, sir, he went 20 years and he was one of those guys where he knew his shit and he saw, he saw some crazy things, uh, or even, uh, Deadly. Mm hmm. Deadly MC. Uh, yeah, he, uh, he saw some shit too. He, he tell you some stories. We've also had Cynic. Cynic has also been on a few of our shit show episodes. Yeah, Cynic's a good guy. Cynic's yeah. fun. I like yeah. Cynic. Yeah. Uh, Deadly USMC. Uh, I think he's like, he's not Deadly USMC anymore. He changed his name. Oh, to he like, changed his name to Granddad. Yeah. Deadly Granddad or something like that. Yeah, it's like Deadly Granddad or something. Uh, he's a really cool guy. He's the one that did. So if you look at the top of my stream, uh, in the corner up here, he did the little uh fiery wooden. Uh, I'm just. Emblem. I'm so. I'm so proud of you. You're pointing in the right place. Well, I had to look. <laughs> I'm inverted on his stream. I'm on the other side. So on my stream, it's up in the right-hand corner. Can you tell any scary stories like shit in your pants stories? Yeah, case sitting at a vending machine. And the whole night. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead and tell that story. I gotta go grab something. I can yeah, name that okay. one for him right there. <laughs> You're like scared like shit in your pants. Yeah, okay. So we had gone to the rifle range and we went to the rifle range. We we did our shooting and everything like that. The uh, range officers had left and there were supposed to be buses to come pick us all up. Now there's different flights out there. There was like three or maybe four, three, maybe four flights out there. Um and we're all waiting to get picked up. Now, my flight decided that we were going to do some marching and practicing and stuff like that, while the other flights basically just fucked off. Yeah. Um, and then when the the buses did show up, they showed up with TIs. Our, our, the, to Air Force, I, I want to explain uh, TIs. The Air Force calls the drill instructors TIs, or technical instructors, where, like, your DIs are, like, your drill instructors, like, for the Marine Corps and Army. So they're the same um, thing, just different names depending on where yeah, you same are. Same thing, different names. Um, so they show up on the buses and they see these other flights fucking off. My TI sees us in formation, practicing marching, right face, left face, about face, shit like that. Um, and we're we're marching. And so he's not he he yells at us because I mean they yell, they always yell at you for whatever. So he yells at us to get back on the bus. So we get on the bus and it's late, late, late. It's probably, I don't know, five, six o'clock at night. So we get back to the base or back to the dorm area and chow hall is closed. We don't get to eat that night. We had uh, MREs at 10, uh, 9, 10, 11 o'clock in the morning. And we had one bag of MREs, and we got to eat that, which is fun. I mean, I don't, I like MREs. I, I think most of them are pretty good. Um, so, Chow Hall's closed. We don't get to eat nothing. So, we hadn't eaten. And by the time we get back, it's probably seven o'clock. We hadn't eaten in almost 12 hours. Know, almost 12 hours. Yeah. And we still have shit to do. Like, we still have a uh, dorm to clean up, uh, close the fold, because we have laundry service that we take our laundry down. Once we get it back, we have to fold our laundry. 
um, hang up our uniforms, polish our boots, uh, straighten the beds, dust the floors, dust everything. So we still got another like four or five hours of shit to do yeah. before we even get to think about going to bed. And so everybody's kind of just like being real sluggish because, you know, when you're in basic training, you're burning fucking calories. Like, mm-hmm. like you're burning thousands of calories a day. And so you need that food to keep you going. But by the end of the day, where our stomachs are hurting, we're growling. Everybody's, everybody's stomachs is like growling. And we decide now that we need to get some food. We need to get something in our stomachs because we're not going to eat until, you know, five o'clock in the morning if we even get to make it to breakfast. So we all gather, we, me and like five or six other guys, we gather around. We're like, dude, we got to get something. Like, we're all starving at this point. We're like, we're so fucking hungry. And so we, uh, on our down below, um, you have to understand the way our buildings are shaped. Um, there's a, the buildings are like have overhangs for the main floor and outside it's basically just a giant walkway with like a bomb shelter in the middle. Outside of that near our dorm was a patio area that had, uh, pay phones, and vending machines. They had soda machines and they had like candy chip machines, like you know, vending machines. Yeah. And uh so we gathered around, we're like, dude, we gotta get something. Everybody in this fucking everybody here is starving. And so we take up a you know a vote to say, okay, are we gonna risk going down to the pad to get or the patio to get food from the vending machines? So the vote comes out, yes. Now we have to figure out who's gonna go. So we end up um, literally taking straw out of the broom. And one guy who is not going to go, who's basically like uh, a dorm chief or whatever, he goes, okay, you got to draw straws. Whoever gets a short straw goes. I draw a short straw. And I'm like, fuck, because I don't want to go. Because if you get caught outside your dorm, after you're supposed to be in your dorm, it's like the worst fucking thing that you could do in the base training besides hitting MTI. Yeah. So I take up a collection. We all have cash, like a little bit of cash because we're allowed to go and get cash out because we get to go to class six and get like toiletries, toothpaste, you know, vitamins or whatever. We're allowed to go and buy certain things. We all have a little bit of cash. So I take up a collection. It ends up being like twenty dollars, twenty, thirty dollars worth of fucking money. Jesus. And I'm like, the fuck, guys. <laughs> right. And this is before they had the dollar bill changer. I mean, I'm fucking so, old. Okay. So this the, is back in the This is like thirty dollars in like quarters. Yeah, this shit. is thirty this is like twenty dollars in fucking change, okay? <laughs> like quarters, nickels and dimes and shit like that. Because they didn't have the dollar machines like we do now. And oh, now they have the fucking swipe your debit card now. Yeah, go now. And it doesn't make any fucking noise because it's new. Right. These were old, ancient, and they made a lot of fucking noise. So if you've ever well, been to a vending machine, you put you... change one by one, click, yeah. click, click. So yeah, if you ever put change click, in a machine, you hear it go down, it's not a big deal. But when you're not supposed to be there with the risk of getting your ass completely and utterly handed to you and getting recycled because of this. And it's the dead of night. That shit is amplified by a hundred. Mm-hmm. 
So I put all Bouncing this change. off the walls and everything. Oh, yeah. else. Echoes. Corridors. And echo. Yeah. Like, like you're listening to it and you're going, well, holy shit, the people on the other side of the base can hear me getting tipped right now. Mm-hmm. And like, how am I going to get away with this? So I go downstairs and I'm like, mission impossible this shit. Like, I am fucking ninja man at this point. I am looking around corners. I take a few steps. I stop. Take a few steps and I stop. I get next to a pillar and I'm like, because <laughs> I'm not trying to get caught. Right. And sometimes these TIs, they just kind of like roam around sometimes. You, sometimes you hear them, sometimes you don't. And I'm like, so peeking around. I finally get up to the machines and I'm like, Whew. and you, I got to steal my stuff and steal my nerves. And I put that first quarter in. Holy shit. Kind of like you rung a bell. Yeah. It's like I'm running heavy machinery at this point. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how am I going to get $20 worth of fucking quarters, nickels, and dimes in this machine? Your better, better bet is <laughs> just bust the glass and run. Yeah, it would have been it would have been a lot faster for me to just like throw a rock at the glass and go hide in a laundry machine or something. Right. I don't know what happened. It just broke. <laughs> so I'm putting changes in this, and I would put like, and I was just getting a, a mixture of like chips and candy bars, anything that had just like high calories and stuff like that, just to get something or something. And I'm like dropping shit in there. And I would do like the candy bar was like 75 cents. I dropped 75 cents. And then you hit like D3 and I hit D3 and it's beeping. So it's like, beep, beep. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> and then all of a sudden the little screw starts going and it's like, nah, 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 nah. and it's like, holy shit, could this be any louder? And then he had the items drop. This sounds like a fucking Mack truck during a Jake break. And, and, then it, it, and then it drops. The chips weren't that bad. They kind of just crinkled. It wasn't that candy bad. But the bars candy bars, sounds, god yeah. damn it. They make like it loud. Fun. It. Yeah, it's like I threw a brick at it. So the first one I stood there for, because I didn't think anything of it. I was like, I just put some change in there, hit the buttons, and watch it fall, and go pick it up, put it in my bag, and get to go. Nope, $20 worth. I'd run over there, put some change in, hit the buttons, and run back, because it's right next to the laundry laundry place where we had laundry uh, or washing machines, and I'd yep. run behind the wall. I guarantee uh, there's there's at least one person that heard your ass and there's like I don't care at this point. I don't know. <laughs> I know the song I'm I know. But I would put the change in there, hit the fucking buttons, and then run back. And I would send them against the wall like this. My eyes closed, just listening, like as hard as I could to hear the tiniest of footsteps. Because I'm I'm literally my plan is if somebody comes, I'm literally gonna jump into a washing machine. That's the only place I can hide. I'm going to keep my shit because it's got my name on it and everything. Everything's got my fucking name on it, but I'm going to jump my ass into a fucking washing machine. I'm just picturing Kay in a washing machine now. Oh, I was going to. That was my plan. <laughs> that was the only thing I could do to be completely out of sight. So it takes me, God, I think I was probably out there 20 minutes, but it felt like forever. It felt like hours. Because it was one at a time, and then finally I get done, and I'm so far I'm so good. I'm not. I haven't gotten caught, but it, I didn't take any chances. Every time I put the money in and push the buttons, I ran back to the wall, right next to the door. Because if somebody came, I was ducking. I was out. Right. Fuck it. Right. They were gonna get a free candy bar. Whatever the fuck was in there. I didn't get any sodas because I knew that shit was gonna be done. And then I get back up there. 
I, I ninja man back to the fucking barracks and I get up there and my heart is pounding out of my chest <laughs> because I was like, I just knew, I knew I was going to get busted. Right. Like there was, there was no way I was going to get away with this. And then I get back up there and I fucking, I just like tap on the door. Cause I wasn't about to, cause we're our doors. Uh, the dorms are split. There's there's a door here and there's a door across the way, like across the hallway. The other door can hear people knocking on doors. Even though they're big, giant steel doors, you can still hear it because it just echoes. So I just like tap on the glass. Like, I don't know what I, I, I had something. I just tapped on the glass and they let me in super quiet and they shut the door. And I'm like, I'm thinking I'm going to have a fucking heart attack. I'm like, what'd you get? And I just kind of dumped my little portfolio or bag out and I'm like, just whatever and i grabbed like a kit cat i think or whatever it was and uh they're like how did you get away with that and i was like i don't fucking know <laughs> i was like i thought they were like how bad was it and i was like dude you've never heard a vending machine in the middle of night where you're not supposed to be there in risk of getting in serious trouble right and so we ended up all like eating the candy bars and chips and shit like that and we did it really quietly too because like they have a speaker in the dorms that's why we had to be super quiet about it mm. um because the the speaker could hear a mouse fart three miles away right and they can yell at you it's a two-way speaker they can really hear you and yell at you at the same time and so we're like we're putting the bags of chips under the covers and just pulling them apart so they don't make any crinkle sounds and then we're like in the back bay Fucking just like eating them one at a time, like purposely chewing so it doesn't, it's not loud. Mm-hmm. Just so we can have something to eat. Like dunking it in water to fucking soften. <laughs> <laughs> like biting a bunch of, like putting a bunch of chips in your mouth and just pouring water in it. So yep. it's, it turns into just like mashed potatoes. <laughs> it's just this fucking Dorito dough that you're yeah. <laughs> And uh, now the other part of that too is now that we, now we've all eaten. But now we have contraband. Yeah, you've got twenty dollars. You're not rappers everywhere. You're not supposed to. You're not supposed to be down there. You're not supposed to have this shit. And you're definitely not supposed to be out after fucking lights. Or it wasn't lights out yet. But you're not supposed to be out after you're already in. Mm. So you were like, we were, we were all like, if we got caught, we were all in trouble. And I mean, like, major fucking trouble. Right. And uh, so we're like, there's only one guy. In the entire flight that's allowed to be out after dark and that's the guy that's taking the trash out right so what we did is we took the trash can took it to the back bay that wasn't used as far away from that fucking speaker as we could and we took all the papers out and we put all the wrappers in there and we set the papers on top of it and then we put like the trad, the the dust and whatever else was in there. We put mm-hmm. on, and we started piling things on top of it so it would compress, so it wouldn't be like a whole big full trash can. Right. Been. And then uh, it was also the way we got our letters out too because we weren't allowed to mail shit forever. Like we could only mail shit like maybe once a week. Yeah, we always sent our our letters out every Sunday. So we mail them out every Sunday, but we would write letters, just quick letters to to our family or whatever friends and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And then we would seal them, post and stamp them, and then we would throw them in the trash. And then our trash guy, was, when he would go to the, the dumpster, it was on the way. The post office boxes were right there. Yep. And so he would walk by, 
pull them out of trash, dump them in, just keep walking. Like it was like a, it was he was so smooth with it. Mm. Uh, I'll never forget the guy. His name was Martini. He had a he had a tattoo of a Martini on his chest. <laughs> and I, I'll never forget that he was the coolest fucking dude. And uh, ignore can't walk on keyboard. <laughs> I was wondering what seven four men. I was like, see ten feet. Yeah, I was kind of looking at it like, um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> so we have all this trash in there. Everybody writes their letters. We throw them in the garbage, and uh, he goes out and he uh tosses the mail in, throws the trash out, and the guys never found out. But my God, it was that was a stressful fucking night. Dude, I still can't believe players. I guess. Oh, dude, yeah, I was like, I was terrified. I just knew I was. Like I knew I was gonna put one coin in, and this, there was gonna be like a yeah, I go, <laughs> like just all yeah, of a like sudden, five hundred of them just fucking, <laughs> just all right, fucking bitch. puff of smoke, and there's a fucking ti there. I was I was waiting for that to happen, um, but yeah, I never got fucking caught, and um, and it was right and everybody was like I was waiting, waiting for, for me to get back because they were like it, was, it took me so long. They were just like, dude, we thought you got caught we thought you got caught and you got recycled right then and there and they were going to come get your shit tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that was my scary fucking that was the only that was that there's nothing else that i did in the military that was more scary than that i think Funny. for me uh my hit your pants butt puckering moment i'd say it was my first deployment uh, we got deployed to haiti and i think it was 2010 after they had that massive earthquake and tsunami I, like the country got fucking just hammered with everything and uh we were uh my camera froze looks it was i tapped out i tapped out twitch though yeah i tapped out is why so uh well i'm looking at who we're gonna fucking rain into dumbass oh okay well that time already no no, you say your fucking story (laughs) you fucking uh, a, a, a small group of us were were uh were put together we had to make a road um that that the earthquake devastated port-au-prince so bad that there were very few uh entrances and exits to the the airport and that's where all the military was coming in everything else like that so a small group of us and by small i mean i think it was like 12 of us total but it was like six people during the day six people at night our job was to you know basically clear and make a road um so you know supplies could come in and out of the airport um and i mean we've been doing it for you know a couple of days now and um we we heard that there was going to be this really big storm that was going to come blowing through lots of rain you know this that and the other um kind of give you a little bit of perspective on the road that we were making on the left side of the road was basically just like nothing it was it was it was fucking open fields this and the other on the right side there was this wall well on the other side of the wall was this you know another open field but this is where a lot of what a lot of the people that lost their homes and and had nowhere to go and this and the other you know two three four hundred uh haitians were basically living in what would be considered tent city on the other side of that wall so and then there was this little field where we had all of our equipment and we were again building this road well this storm came in and it was it was brutal like it was dumping fucking just so much rain that like we had to stop our operations because you're not going to be able to you know like bring the graders in and the dozers in you're not working with with soil at that point you're working in nothing but fucking mud 
Yeah. So we stopped and, you know, like we parked all the vehicles and this, that, and the other. And, and, uh, I was, I was with a buddy of mine. We were in one of the lead Humvees. Our chiefs were, uh, sitting in a pickup truck, you know, two, two vehicles back and we're waiting for the rain to kind of stop. And it rained for like three hours straight. And finally it stopped and we were like, okay, you know, our chief's like, we're not going to be able to do anything with this road, you know, kind of get out, chill out for a little bit. We'll see, you know, what's going on. Um, we'll wait till it gets light out. We'll take a look at everything. Cause we've got to give, excuse me, a briefing to uh day crew when we swap positions. Well, we get out and I mean, it's a little bit of a drizzle, but it's like deathly quiet. You know, there's there's no sound whatsoever. Well, all of a sudden we start hearing these screams and groaning and just, the only way I could put it is, is if you've seen The Walking Dead and you've seen, you know, the, the herd coming and it's just this growling and moaning. That's all we heard. And all of us were like, you know, like me and my buddy Rance, he he's looking at me like, the fuck is this? And like my first thought is holy fuck we're you know the in the apocalypse has just happened <laughs> zombies well what had happened was uh next to where we were well next to the uh the tent city was uh, a mountain yeah well a fucking mudslide had happened and come through along with all the rain and had washed tent city out well now you've got three to you know 400 fucking refugees and 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 they've got nowhere to go, but they need help. And there's six fucking people on the other side of this wall that are Americans. Now they want help. So they come around the corner and I mean, like it's, we don't have floodlights up, anything else like that. You know, we were only working with the, the, the light from the vehicle. So it's like pitch black. There's one street light somewhere down the road that we can, you know, kind of see a little bit of a glow and everything. And all these fucking people come around the corner. And they're wanting help. Well, like, there's six of us. None of us are armed, by the way. So, uh, like, the only thing we had was a Gerber knife that was, you know, strapped to the fucking side of our belt or whatnot. So, like, my radio goes off and my chief's, like, get in the fucking Humvee, lock the doors. So, I, you know, get in the back seat and uh, Rans gets in the front seat. We both grab the handle, shove them down to lock them because we're in up-armored uh, Humvees. Well, then I look out the window and there's this kid. He's got no arms. And he's looking in the window and he's fucking moaning. And I'm like really going, oh, fuck, the apocalypse really just fucking happened type of thing. So like that was freaky enough. And we got the call to go back to base, you know, get the fuck out of there. The, the position's completely overrun at this point. So we go back and, uh, you know, we we get a plan together you know because we're actually doing this road project for the air force uh red horse couldn't do it yeah red horse couldn't <laughs> do it so they called us in to do it uh so finally red horse was supposed to be out there the entire time as their security detail but they didn't want to leave the compound uh so finally they agreed that hey we will send a security detail out with you guys to go pick up your equipment to bring it back because we didn't want to leave it out there you know they they were already fucking, you know, hungry and, and this, that, and the other. And the Americans left, so why don't we, do, you know, fuck up their machinery? So we had to go back. And, of course, we go back, and what do they do? They give the chiefs their sidearm. They look at us, and they're like, just 
get to your equipment so we don't have anything on us and they're like oh don't worry red horse is there they'll protect you <laughs> <That's reassuring. laughs> yeah so we we pulled back up and uh, uh you know we we all jumped out and got to the back of the vehicles uh a red horse's little you know uh, i think it was like a 12-man unit showed up they've got their m4s and their you know their tiger stripe fucking camouflage and you know they're high speed low drag at this point and uh you know uh my chief's like hey each one of you is going to be assigned you know your own security detail to get to your vehicle get in it and get the fuck out cool she looks at me she's like you got the greater and i'm looking across this fucking field i've got the one vehicle that is the farthest away from fucking mm-hmm. everything closest to the wall where all the people are at Jesus. and i'm like Okay, and I look over at the uh, tech sergeant that was in charge of the the detail that came out, and I'm looking at him like, what you got for me, bud? And he's like, you've got airmen such and such. And I look over at her, and I'm like, okay, let's go. And we start running the fuck to the the grader. And then we start slowing down because there's a ton of people starting to, you know, trying to cut us off. And, uh, so we slow down. I, you know, I'm Billy Badass reaching for his fucking <laughs> You know, the airman, she's, she's got her, she's got her M4, you know, kind of up, you know, kind of getting into the ready position. And the, uh, the locals completely surround us. And it's me and it's her and there's a ton of people around us. Um, so, like, I've, I've got my fucking Gerber knife. I'm like, I'm going to fucking cut a bitch if they get too too close you know she's trying to keep her weapon in a ready position but not an aggressive ready position she's not yeah. you know this that, and the other well we're back to back and we kind of you know we're we're moving in a in a fucking circle you know watching everything we can but we can't see everything uh a guy leans out of the crowd and they the vest that she was wearing it covered like from I don't know, just above the titties to her stomach. It was a very small, you know, tactical vest. Right. Well, this guy leaned out and stabbed her five times in the chest and went back into the, cl- into the crowd. All of a sudden, my security detail is on the fucking ground. And the crowd kind of just like, I don't know, it, it was really weird. They kind of like just dissipated at that point. They all went back to the larger crowd. And so the only thing I could do was I literally grabbed the back of her vest, fucking brought her up into a fireman's carry, ran over to my fucking uh, grader, threw her on the deck. I couldn't even get her in the grader. I just threw her on the deck, climbed up, got in the grader, uh, headed, you know, towards the, the, the main security detail and where we were going to the launch site, basically, is where we we're going to launch back to our base. Pulled up. Tech sergeant was there. I'm like fucking hitting the horn, flashing lights, screaming, you know, hey you've got you know you've got a guy down basically you know so they grab her carry her off and you know we we head back to our uh our fob and i think that at that moment when when she dropped i think it was the was the point where like my butt was eating my fucking boxers <laughs> at that point making diamonds you know because <laughs> i mean like my first thought was to pick up the n4 and i'm just gonna you know pray and spray we get the fuck out of this position at that point uh, but like I said, the, the the crowd that had surrounded us had dissipated at that point. So the, the, my only thought was, get her the fuck out of here, you know, 
she survived. Um, I found out, I think, like two months later. Uh, she survived. You know, she's got a pretty gnarly scar, whatever. Um, but yeah, Angel, that would that would be my, my shit my pants moment. Um, my, my very first deployment definitely, you know, sticks it in my head. Everything seems to happen on somebody's like first deployment. It, it, yeah, yeah, I've, it does. I mean, I've had some really place. fucked up shit on the other deployments, but I think that one, like, seriously stuck with me i mean i fuck i still go to therapy over you know that situation you know that's one of the reasons i don't like being in crowds i, I don't you know mean, somebody gets behind me i freak the fuck out type of thing so that, i don't yeah, like being i don't and, for and, another reason. i'll be honest with you i don't tell that story that often <laughs> it's it's a very uncomfortable story because i can i can see it i can tell you the smells um everything it's yeah, it's it it happens that like me talking about it makes me feel like it happened literally yesterday because I can remember every vivid detail yeah. of it. All right, guys, we're gonna write I'm not out sure if anybody uh, to stack up today. I'm not okay. sure if anybody in the military really likes being in a crowd. No, you get you get to the point where it's just like I don't like being nature. in a crowd. I don't like being in a crowd, and there's definitely like I don't sit with my back to anybody ever yeah like i don't i don't i go to a restaurant i mean my back's against the wall or if i have to sit in the middle or somewhere in the middle of the restaurant i'm at the like my back cannot be where somebody can sit behind me yeah like if there's, yeah. A, if there's like a partition i'm sitting against the partition what's up little um but there's a whole other reason why i don't like being in crowds and i can't do that because mm. it has to deal with the uh oss Oh, OSI, excuse me. Oh, Office of Special Investigations. Mm-hmm. Those creepy fuckers. Well, guys, we are starting the raid. Thank you guys for showing up to this episode of Silent Arms. I know it was different. Um, next week, well, we'll we had to show up. Yes. You told us. Yeah, you told me to. On YouTube. Yeah, yeah. There's an option?